What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bomb City Locker Room Talk, Episode 6. As always, I'm James Fairchild. I'm Aaron Pena. I'm Joseph King. Uh, this week, Jared Scott is not with us. Uh, he's okay. He'll just be back next week. He's okay. Everything's all right. I it's promise all you. It's all going to be all right. You sure he's not locked in your basement? He might be. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> S&M. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How you guys been? How was your weeks? You know, good Memorial Day weekend, you know. Just kick back. You know, crazy weather. Kind of changed it up here in Amarillo. A little cloudy, a little rainy, about... 60 degrees. 60 degrees. Yeah, it, was, it was weird for Memorial Day. I know a you lot know, of people went to the lake and they yeah, probably got but, rained on. But still, yeah. man, I mean, you can't, I mean, I know for me as a big guy, you know, that's the best weather for us right there. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't want to be sweating in some different places. And <laughs> pretty, good, pretty good where I'm at. You know? Swamp ass is a you real know, thing. It is. It's, it's there. The season has come upon us. For, for that to happen. No, no. How was your How was your Memorial Day, James? It was pretty good. Just hung out at home with the family. Didn't do anything crazy because of the weather. Right. But I do want to give a shout out to our troops. Give them a salute real quick. Absolutely, for please. sure. Yes. All the veterans out there, we appreciate your service and all the things that you've done to sacrifice for us. I know. I mean, I know it's a, you know a day off, but you know if you're you know a true you know American, you think about this day. Think about the sacrifice, you know, what they've done for their families, but, you know, but most importantly for this country. And you know, like James said, we appreciate them doing sacrificing because I know I couldn't do it. Oh, and I appreciate sure. right. them doing it. Hands so, down. Yeah. So like thank I, y'all. And prayers to y'all and to your families and, and for especially for the fallen ones. For I sure. Do, lots of prayers. It's a weird, weird thing to think about how much we take for granted on a daily basis, but, uh, you know, it's, it is, uh, we appreciate them, uh, all service members of the military. Uh, there isn't a space force yet, but there might be one day our first news topic for flavor of the week. Uh, Elon Musk has teamed up with NASA today at about four thirty. They were supposed to, from the Kennedy center, launch a, uh, spacecraft into space that was manned by two astronauts, I believe. Right, James? Yes. To uh, Douglas Hurley and Robert Binken. I'm probably butchering the pronunciation of that last name, but uh, they were supposed to launch today, and inclement weather kind of forced it to Saturday. Yeah, so I was pumped. I mean, I was, I'm ready. You know, I'm, I'm a big space man. I love space. I love what they do. I mean, just uh, the whole thing about the SpaceX, you know, what they're going to start doing. And this next decade, I know that, you know, it hasn't started off the way we wanted it, but right. but this decade yeah. is going to be a big decade of, you know, with space. You right. Know? This is the first launch it's, of American yes. astronauts from U.S. soil in nearly nine years. What are, they, what are all the big, what's their mission? What are they going up there to do? Uh, I guess just to explore. I don't really but know. But they were docking the with time. Russians, right? Yes. They're going to go up there to the International Space Station and pretty much just dock, you know, and then... Uh, from there, just resupply and everything. But, you know, the big thing is, like they said, take off from U.S. soil. You know, and that's something that, you know, this, this nation needs right now. You know, I mean, I know for me, I like to hear that. Something positive. Yeah, it kind of gives you that so, feel-good yeah. feeling. I mean, just like the other night, you know, I was watching Hidden Figures. And, man, I love that movie. I can sit there and watch it. I guess I've too. seen it. Oh, great movie. That. Good about, about the space exploration. But... The women in NASA, you know, so okay. none of that, but great movie, you know, just, just, you know, how our space has taken off in these last 
70 years or so, you know, it's pretty cool. Could you imagine some of those Russian guys? They've been living up there for years. Like, I've been going crazy in my house since February 15th, <laughs> like being locked up at home. Like, I couldn't imagine living in a space station for four years. You know, that one uh, hallway is going to get boring enough. <laughs> you could sit there and do flips all day. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, I hope I, they have private quarters on that space station for, uh, happy times <laughs> <laughs> they got to do something to keep themselves sane up there oh. I, I would imagine yeah I, I bet that i think they like play ping pong or I couldn't do like it that. i'm too claustrophobic for it play ping pong. couldn't yeah, do no. it hell no but these two guys are badasses i mean one's a marine fighter pilot of the american astronauts and the other one is a veteran of uh well they're both veterans of two previous space missions um, so, and I think I had read that the the main part of this, uh, the technology that's going to be in uh, SpaceX's shuttle that they're using, you know, eventually Elon Musk would like to get to uh, commercial space travel one day, and I think that's kind of the reason that the tech, one of the reasons Elon's doing this with the technology that's in that shuttle is going to be pretty similar to the aircraft that is going to be doing commercial flights. So I know, but man, think, of, think be... about having the plane ticket. Hey, man, what are you going to do this week? How much does that cost? I'm going, I'm to, the going to the moon. I'm going to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? Oh, you know, just... I was going to go to the lake. <laughs> <laughs> joke, right? I mean, that, I mean, those, t- those tickets are going to be like, yeah. would you, would you... only the wealthy will be able to afford to go, but if you had the money, would you do it? Oh, yeah. Would no. you do it? <laughs> I think I'm with Aaron, man. My like, ass is staying on this ground. To be able to say that you've went to space, I mean, come on. Okay, and then what? You say that to me at a bar. You're like, I, yeah, I went to space. I can look. Like, I don't believe you. Well, not yet that. <laughs> Take it outside, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I can, that's why they invented telescopes. There's the stars. Yeah, I can There's see There's the it. planets. And they show a picture. Go. Look, this is me in space in the, in the shuttle. Like, no, bro, that's, that's Photoshop. If, if I'm ever alive for when technology can get, if you can take me to deep space, I'll do that one. Okay. But I, I can see the moon. I don't care about going there. We haven't went back since the 60s. Why would I care about going to see that? You know what I mean? Well, the moon's so cool, though, man. You know? yeah, just a big piece of cheese. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> What's our uh, second topic? What do we got here? Uh, you know, we had... You know, here in Amarillo, we had the privilege. We had the privilege of Governor Greg Abbott. He came to Amarillo this afternoon. Uh, kind of, uh, you know. Lining uh, us out kind on of, all that kind COVID of, Yeah, matter. kind of lining right. Amarillo out. I mean, but like I said, you know, we've, we've, we have a very different, unique community, you know, other than the state. You know, oh, we have a unique situation, too, yes, where the highest because, numbers in reported in the state of Texas and yes. our surrounding areas. According so. to Abbott, though, he said that we've turned the corner and we'll move to phase two on Friday. And he's ready for all of Texans to get back to work, pretty much. You know, Texas as a whole is moving for phase two, which is going to consist of uh, bars reopening, wine tasting rooms. Craft beer facilities can reopen at 25% capacity. So two out of three involve alcohol. That's <laughs> <laughs> a joke, right? Right. And restaurants can expand indoor dining service from the current level of 25 to 50. So more, that's a plus. More alcohol. Know? And the more. biggest thing, guys, for, for us, at least, because we're huge sports fans, um, professional sports, including baseball, basketball, and golf, can resume May 31st, as well as youth sports camps. That's under phase two? Mm-hmm. Now that's the state of Texas. I'm I'm assuming like the sod poodles are included in that. I hope so. When I read that, I was thinking that has to be a major league decision, though. Too. I'm yeah. Ass- I'm assuming. Hopefully, there's there's a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel with that. You know, 
Thirsty Thursdays are almost here, well, brother. Or more alcohol. More. <laughs> no, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because I know this week they said that in the MLB is a very this, this week is supposed to be very critical about what they're going to start doing here in the next you know month or so with you know in the MLB and whatever the minor minor league organizations. So well, hopefully I we mean, hear something soon because know, we're like, all itching to get back out there at the ballpark. I know well, I am. Well, yeah, I mean you can't sure. beat. You can't beat a nice night at 70 degrees. And that's the thing. Right now is like the best time. And the weather has been perfect. It hasn't. This is like we got married, you know, May 12th, two years ago, and it was burning hot this time of year. Now it's like, what was was it today? Like 75? It's been between 75 and 80. Beautiful, beautiful summers. You know, we don't get summers like this that often. Humidity is high. Dew points up there in the mornings, and the highest it gets to is, you know, 75, 80, 85. Even if we, I don't think we've hit over the hundreds yet, have we? No, no. we've gotten into the 90s. Got but close. We, haven't, we haven't hit the hundreds yet. I think, we hit like I, think, I think it hit it one day, was like 98. Yeah, or something 98. like that. It got real close. So, very, very peculiar weather for us. Uh, but yeah, this is perfect baseball weather. And by, watch, by the time it happens, you'll be sitting, you know, in right field and the sun barreling down on your face will be yeah. 100. No, we'll, we'll be at least <laughs> six feet apart, right, guys? Yeah, yeah. yeah man. <laughs> That's going to be a reality that we're all going to have to accept and approach once a, they do open up. That means greater well, chances of catching a foul ball and a home run. <laughs> exactly. Less competition out there when you're scrambling for one, for sure. Get out of the way, Timmy. <laughs> oh, man. I, that happened to me at a Venom game. You had an adult take a – oh, wait, Venom. You weren't an adult I, then. Well, I caught a ball in the, in the stands. Oh, and you then, were the adult that was an ass. Well, the first one came to me. There were no children around. And the second one, it like got in between me and another child. But I gave the ball to him. Oh, you did? I wasn't oh, the jerk. Oh, okay, cool. cool. But I, it could have been that situation. But you didn't want to. No. <laughs> Give me that. <laughs> was this when Quincy was playing? Quincy Carter? No. This was like this was like uh, eight years ago or so. So, Like yeah. when Quincy Carter was playing? <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah, he was, it was a little bit longer for him. My man Aaron. What's up, what's up? We like hip-hop, right? Oh, we man. like rap? You know, man, this is a really cool thing coming up here pretty pretty quick, actually, you know. you know, I, I, I don't know if anybody knows who Marshall Mathers is. Hi, you know? my name is. You know, I mean. What? My name is. What? My name is. I mean, I hate saying that. You got two Caucasian guys in here, you know, with me. <laughs> and, you know. And, uh, I mean, this is a pretty cool moment. It's weird to call yourself Caucasian, Caucasian Aaron. I know, right? I'm uh, black. No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, here's the thing. 20 years, the Marshall Mathers LP came out. That's years. so insane. I mean, and, I know, and the craziest thing is I was listening to the XM radio, and, I mean, they were making this a huge thing, which it really is. 20 years, and this album is still... One of the best albums that came it's out. It's one of the most influential you know, rap yeah, albums exactly. ever. Yeah, of our childhood, especially for us, since we grew up around that that time. And when we were becoming teenagers, it was huge. It was very popular. So he's having a, what? what is it, Aaron? Well, right now he is, well, right now it's, he, Eminem wanted to have a listening party, Okay. Well, you know, I know you can't go to a little room and just all sit there. I mean, it's not work. But he was he's celebrating it by just connecting with his fans, talking to them, chatting with them. You know, so it's going to be an online deal. It's going to be an online. Yeah. Is it going to be like live stream? So like he's going to be there and able to talk to certain yes, fans. Exactly. So like I'm sure probably twenty thousand, two hundred thousand people are probably going to be watching it. 
but he will connect with some fans. Is that what I'm gathering? Yeah, exactly. That's I mean, badass. That, yeah, exactly. How many people are well, actually going to be at the facility with him? I don't know. It's probably just him know. and his boys in the probably, studio. He's or probably something. just in the studio. But right like, I, I, when you first told me it was a listening party, I thought, well, that's cool. I'd kind of like to see it. But now you can. You can go yeah. watch it. When is the dates? Does it have it? It does not. I don't see it. Aaron's on the the uh, SlimShady.com exactly. website right now. But, but you know, if you're out there, you know, we're old, but that was an awesome CD. You know, for these youngsters, if you're listening, man, pop it in. I mean, I mean, you don't pop it. Was, the CD. It was like, revolutionary. We for sure. we had the CD. You can do it. You know, look on iTunes or Spotify or whatever. Just click a button you know, and download click it. A I, button. I, I yes. I hate admitting this, but I stole it from somebody in uh, a class at Travis Middle School. I took <laughs> I took the CD from them. And I, you know, I would listen to it, and because I would hear him in him on the radio, I was like, I want to hear it without. You know, I want to hear the curse words, and so I, <laughs> of course I, you did. I hid it from my mother, and I used to hide it in my sock drawer, like in my drawer underneath all. What the else socks. did you hide in there? <laughs> There's <was> some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the stuff that the oh. Russians have on the space station. Yeah, That's exactly. what was hidden in my sock drawer. Um, but yeah, Stiff I remember. Socks. <laughs> I remember listening to it all the time. Um, but it, it he really is, and he's grown up to be like he's matured. His albums have matured. He's probably what people would consider a top five rapper of all time. Oh yeah, uh, if absolutely. if not the best, like lyricist. Yeah, he's still up there. He's so, up in the top five of me for special. Very cool so. for that to be over twenty years um, old. We're all old. Congratulations, you're going to get old with us. Hopefully, on Bomb City Locker Room Talk podcast. You know what. <laughs> uh, also, yeah. if you're listening, uh, HBO Max, we touched on it last week. HBO Max came out today. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's sounding like they they have a lot of content on there, already on there. I, I got my membership. I'm on there. I'm looking around. You know, we watched Fresh Prince today. The wife watched some Friends. Uh, they've got, like, all of your HBO content. So, according to you guys, your experience with it thus far, is it worth investing in? So, right now, uh, if, you, if you were one of the lucky people uh, that... Before it launched, you could have pre-ordered it for eleven ninety nine a month. Um, it goes up to fourteen ninety nine a month after a year of that eleven ninety nine. But if you didn't do that, you have to pay fourteen ninety nine a year unless you are an AT and T customer. If you use Directv and especially if you use their one gigabyte uh, internet download speeds, uh, you get it for free. So be sure if you're using AT and T, if you're just using Directv, call your AT and T provider, see what they can hook you up with. Yep, that's what I got right now. Now thank, we have we thank have it. You AT and T. So you have the free one. I have the free one. Did yes. you? What'd you do? Did you call them? No, no. It, I just what Downloaded, I did. Plugged I just, in your login. It just kept me updated. AT and T kept me updated. Like, boom, HBO now is now on, and boom, I downloaded it and logged in. Everything was smooth. So I didn't know that until, you know, Jared told us last week um, that that was going to be free uh, if you had the one gig. And I didn't know that. And I went, I was one of the people that did pre order. So I've got it right now for eleven ninety nine. but we use AT&T internet. I'm going to see if my wife can just use her login for the, the internet provider. Exactly. And man, right now, I mean, big, big spoiler alert if you are. The Big Bang Theory's on there. Oh, mm. okay. Maybe it's not really a spoiler. I mean, they've been showing all the. I never got into that. Oh, come on, man. There's a lot of people that do though. What is wrong? Yeah, There's I, I'm with you wrong though. I never liked it either. The nerds trying like to get hot chick. women. Kay- Kaylee Cuoco, she's, she's is that gorgeous. The, is that the premise behind it? Just nerds trying to get hot women? Hell yeah, man. That's that's. What... I mean, that's the premise in life. It really. shows. <laughs> do they do they succeed? It, sh- it shows that smart in the show they do. In yeah. real life, they don't. Oh, what? A... I can take tell you from experience. My <laughs> wife was stupid and just 
fell in love with me for some reason. But yeah, we don't nerds don't get hot women usually. Yes, they do. Usually they can. They can. Good they guy. do now. <laughs> <laughs> Gives hope. Come on now, you gotta give hope. Nah, it's a like I said. There's a like. There was a lot of good content on there. Uh, shoot, you can go down and sit, sit down and watch all the Harry Potters. Yeah, that's mm, another that's big cool. thing that's on there. on there. All yeah, Harry Potter all the movies. Harry Potters, I know. I'm, uh, I, I haven't seen them, and I would like to. I've read I all the books, but I would really want to see them. It took me, I've know, only seen the first one, and that was recently. It took me forever to get into them. I yeah. don't know why. Like, they're was, not bad. They're pretty good. But then I finally sat down, and I watched them. They're, good they're good to good. watch for the kids. And there's a yeah. lot of, yeah. surprisingly, you know, HBO, you think HBO, and you think about driving down Amarillo Boulevard and saying free HBO on the signs and thinking <laughs> yeah. about what that entails. But there's actually a lot of child uh, content on HBO uh, Max. There's all, like, they, they've redone the Looney Tunes, and then they also have the classic ones that we used to watch growing up that our parents oh, used cool. to watch. Those are all on the there. Old school Sesame Street, that's on there Sesame too. Sesame Street's on there. Yeah. Cartoon Network. Uh, a lot of their classics are on there. Uh, the one classic that wasn't on there, I, I like Courage the Cowardly Dog. That's not on there, but there's like Powerpuff Girls, Dexter's Lab, things like that are all on there. So there's a variety of kids stuff too. We've we've oh, yeah. set up an account for our son, and it's lock it locks out all the HBO stuff, yeah, and just gives him the kids content. So that's cool. It, it may be one of the uh, hit platforms um, to stream all your entertainment on. But we're going to switch well, it up to... Well, yes, because right now, you know, even though if you're sitting on the couch watching HBO Max, what, what do you usually have in your hand? HBO. Okay, what do I have in my hand with HBO? Uh, yeah, usually I'm having a beer. <laughs> I'm not, uh, <laughs> Other took things. a long time to think about that. Man. You're like, well, what kind of, is it Monday or you know, Tuesday? I, I, I like to have a cold beer. You go to Sod Poodles. What do, you, what do you like to have? A hot dog and a beer. Cold beer, right? Mm. Nice, good beer. Nice yeah. lager, watching mm. sports. We we all love beer. I think that's a from granted from Abbott's uh, stage two of uh, opening things back up in Texas. It's very evident that Texans love their alcohol. So for today's main topic for Bomb City Locker Room Talk, we're going to be talking about beer and specifically uh, local beer. Uh, we have some uh, shout out to our guys at Pondicetta Brewery. Uh, we have some of theirs that we're going to try on air. Uh, we have some beers from Abilene uh, down at Pappy Slocum's Brewery. Uh, we have some beers at Carbach, um, Deep Ellum, you know, and uh, we also have sitting on the table where we, we may end up later as the episode goes on. We do have a bottle. Shout out to Bomb City Vodka, uh, which if you haven't tried it, it is very smooth. Um, its uh, taste is probably on par up there with uh, Tito's and probably... Um, Grey Goose, it's it's it tastes like vodka and it's smooth. It's really smooth. We uh, enjoyed most of that bottle last weekend, didn't we, James? Right. It's it's near the end of its life, but we're definitely going to invest in a new one pretty soon. So we're all currently sipping on beers, and if you do hear uh, some background noise, uh, that means somebody's getting up probably to go uh, restock the supply of the podcast. Um, but we're kind of going to just talk about what we've got in our hands right now. I'll uh, start it off. Uh, I've got Pap from Pappy Slocum's Brewery down in Abilene, Texas. I have Stripper Dust. Um, it's a vanilla porter. Uh, I actually had this at my wedding. Um, it's it's uh, 
chocolatey. It even says on the back, you know, what it pairs with. Uh, pair with anything chocolate, bread pudding, and close friends. And that's that's kind of what we're doing right bread, now, ain't it, Aaron? Bread pudding, huh? Bread pudding. Mm. Mm, yeah. That sounds good, bread pudding and beer. Mm. <laughs> beer and bread pudding. <laughs> it's it's sweet. Uh, Aaron is yet to try it. Uh, James oh, is having one right now. He had, he had one, and he's had that at my wedding. What do you think about uh, stripper dust, James? It's got a great taste, man. You don't like, and you don't like porter dark beers usually. You you usually stray away from them, but you you've, you've enjoyed that one. Oh yeah, the aftertaste is spectacular. It's yeah. not too bitter, not too strong, and I love the logo, man. Oh, Stripper yeah. Dust logo is phenomenal. Yeah, for those listening, it is a pink can with a little uh, stiletto on the front. Stripper you Dust. Well, while, while they're talking about this, you got to understand that Texas beer, craft beer, man, it has blown up huge in these last couple, 10 years 15 years i don't know but ever since i've you know been 21 years old man i have drank a lot of different craft beers from from here in amarillo fort worth austin houston san antonio i mean they these breweries are just popping up right and left i mean they you know i mean i don't know i mean I don't, i'm not like the biggest beer fanatic but Hey, if it's there, I'm going to drink it. I ain't gonna, I'm not going to complain about it. Yeah. If it's nice and exactly. cold, I'm it's gonna exciting drink it. to yes. to discover a new flavor, a new beer that you gravitate towards when you go to the the bar or to the to the store. Because most of the time, you can find this local beer in the stores, which is convenient and awesome. Let's take a guess. Uh, is this so? I just want to take a guess. How many breweries are in Texas? Local, local like kind of like these breweries are in Texas, James. Give a number of how many breweries you think. I think are in Texas. Roundabout. <sighs> Shoot, I would say uh, 300. 300. I, I'm i going to say 130 breweries in the state of Texas. And then under is like maybe 75. Okay, those are good. So this comes from the Southwest Brewing News. This is really cool. It has a craft beer directory. Okay. Now from this directory, this was updated back in February of 2019. In the state of Texas, okay, this is back in February of 19, 290 breweries in the state of Texas. A year ago. Over a year ago. Okay. Now that like I said, that's a year so ago. So it's definitely probably over three hundred, probably. I mean, yeah. I mean that's now insane. It's somewhere around the three hundred mark. Okay. Um, also at the same time, you forget that you have one of a really good restaurant and not trying to be perverted BJ's. Okay. If you ever been to that restaurant, they do have their own brewery in inside the restaurant. And then, uh, and then, uh, what is it? Uh, big Texan does too. Correct. Also, yeah. Yes, big Texan, sir. Big Texan has a very eclectic variety of different beers on tap. Um, they started serving beer in June of 2011. Yeah. And it's become really popular. And that's crazy. I didn't know it had been that long. I thought it was kind of more like maybe 2015 right. when they started. I know that they, they have a pecan porter that I really, really like there. Um, but do My, they? did we ever find out? Do they sell it in stores? Because I can't. I hadn't found it anywhere. It. But a few that I liked when I was there oh. last, the Bomb City Rock, Paladero Pale. Yeah, and the honey blonde lager. Very they were well, very good. you know good the local names. The too. really, you know, what they really want you to do is buy those growlers. Okay, you know, a growler, pretty big old bottle, glass bottle, and they like for you to go out there and fill them up. You know, it costs probably fifteen twenty dollars to fill these growlers up. 
uh, that's really that's how kind of the breweries got one to start. Is kind of like, hey, I'm, I made this beer. Come come fill it up with a big old jug and you know take it home. That's where a lot of these brewers start. Now, I mean, we have Pondicetta here. That man, they make a very nice can, nice little presentation of their can. Yeah, I'm holding I mean, a Sky Pie right now. It's a pecan you know, porter. And it's delicious. You've already yeah. started with two dark beers to start this podcast. Yeah. That's kind of, but it's pretty. It's pretty good. It's I, good. I, I mean, I can yet. handle it because it's, um, it's got that like nutty flavor. Mm-hmm. It's it's not too too strong or too overbearing. And most of the time, whenever I drink dark beer, it is like Guinness. I can't handle Guinness. Well, here's the thing. I I got this in my hand right here. I, I think I'm probably gonna screw up the saying. Is it rare? Higher hairs. R A H S. Oh, uh, R- I think it, I've always loved Rarin songs. But, uh, but I I'm might gr- even be screwing I'm that up. I'm thinking a blonde, a blondie, okay? And I like my blondes, you know? <laughs> yeah, you do. Nice and hot. So, yeah. blonde is it? But a t- this beer is smooth. It's a very smooth. It's out of Fort Worth, Texas. You know, you know I like me some Fort Worth. Mm. <laughs> but really. Really, man. The trademark. Beer, mm. Mm. <laughs> but this beer is really good. Man, that's a really good beer. I can't wait to go get another one here. But this one, if you're out there, you know, try it out. It has a pretty pretty blondie on there. I like you it. You know, we don't we don't <laughs> we don't have this beer in front of us, but uh local brewery, Long Wooden Spoon. Yeah, they're they've got some really good beers out there too. They uh, do. They the one one they hold an event. I think they do it every year. We've went to it twice. Uh, me and my wife Brianna have. Uh, they call it pints for pups, yes, and it's yes where you do. can take uh, your dog out there um, and enjoy a beer. All the beers that mm-hmm. they have on tap. Um, they used to have. It, it was all the beers that Longwood Spoon Brewery makes. Um, you go out there, you get a mug and a t-shirt and you get to bring your pupper out there and have a good time and, uh, benefits, uh, support the local SPCA and, uh, the local, uh, animal shelters to help dogs get rescued. You so. know, the, the coolest thing about that long one spoon, I remember, I remember the first time I got in that door and I was like, you know, it's a little, a little, it's a small place. I was like, Hey man, can you give me a tour? He's like, yeah, come on in. I went inside. He goes, all right, here it is. <laughs> He's <laughs> it like, one I'll, I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> but they they have a it, – it, it's a green chili beer. I mean, I'm like, okay, green chilies. Like, really? Like, But this beer is smooth. It is, man, it just mm. – It's having a little bit of kick to it, the spice. It some kick to it, yeah. But, man, it's a great beer. And then, man, they have so many different beers on there on top that – they're just they're great. They're great we beers. Even, we have a buddy of yeah. ours that that works there from time to time to time named Jeff, and he brews himself. Yes. He makes phenomenal. Shout out to I've Jeff. I've had a couple of beers. Is that the guy that he had those beers in your fridge? That shout out labeled? to Jeff yeah. because man, his beers are phenomenal. And you do a great job. Please don't stop. Did because yes, we want more. Did he get his like brewing supplies from Long? Well, no, he. I, I don't he know just, if he did that, a, but there's, I mean, he, there's actually a supplier here. What is it know. called, James? Um, Amarillo Brewery Supply. Amarillo Brewery Supply. They've been supplying the Texas Panhandle with quality beer and wine-making ingredients and equipment since 2013. And I never knew that they were around that long, but it's interesting to to know that they are there if you want to get started and and invest some money into brewing yourself because it's a cool hobby. And who knows, maybe one day you could sell it yourself and make some money on the side. I mean, that's the thing with, like, the guys at Pondicetta, right? I mean... Uh, forgive me if you're listening. I cannot, for the life of me, think of the two names, but I believe they're two brothers 
that started their uh, uh, they started Pontesetta. Uh They started the ground. I think they the news Emerald Globe News even did an article about them. They they started the groundwork on the building themselves, and they they basically built that entire building and their brewery from the ground up. And it's that's, a beautiful facility. It's super nice. It really is. It's a laid back atmosphere. Yes. It's so cool. Uh, shout out to my favorite pizza in town, Nomad Pizza. They usually sit out front of uh, Pontesetta. Go in there, have you a couple pints, and go out and get some great pizza, man. It is a great Friday night hangout. There's nothing better than pizza and beer. Oh, for sure. Like I think I eventually we'll talk about like things that we want to kind of pair I had together. To, I have to object to that. I kind of, you know, there's a famous song, but I ain't gonna say that. <laughs> but it has something in beer, you know. Pizza and beer is pizza good, and, and good so though. are titties. But anyway, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Remember, Aaron, you won't say it. I will. <laughs> But yeah, uh, Pondicetta, those guys started their own business and I, you know, nothing against Long One Spoon. Their beer is good, great too, but Pondicetta's beer is just, and you know what? I have well, not found a just, bad beer just, that they have. The, what they do so well is they do, like I said, they, they advertise really good. They are very, very good at their advertisement. Yes. Bring new beers, new flavors. And that, you know, that's the thing with Long One Spoon. You know, man, it's it's a lot of people have to spread the word, and not and, you know, and they do a good job, but it's kind of just off to its side. I hope you know that those guys can you know start thinking about getting a place, you know, and really because their beer is right there with it. I mean, they just gotta have a good place; they're good to go. Yeah, they their brewery is off of Southwestern. Yeah, but you're yes, saying you have, uh, maybe a different Park. location, maybe exactly. location, right? Yeah, location, I, could, location. I could see that it is kind of off the beaten path. It's next to of a, a storage facility, and if you're driving past it, you can miss it. But it's in the back there, towards a. Uh, it's right off of a. They definitely have Western. potential for expansion with the the product that they put out. It's very uh, attractive for locals here. I mean, I've heard a lot of good things about it, and I've had a few beers there myself. So I can see them blowing up and becoming bigger than what they are even now yeah we're not we're not trying to start no rivalries between uh long one spoon and uh Ponticetta, but they're, no, both, they're both good beers in their own no, right just make sure you go out there and support them that's sure, the biggest sure. thing i mean they 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 do a great they like i said they do a great job of our community and i mean i know it's beer but still they do a great job supporting our community you know, welcoming families in, family environments too. And that, like I said, yeah. that thing they do with the SPCA and, and, uh-huh. the, and the animal shelters every year is so, huge. Yeah, we go out there, give them a shout, you know, have a beer or two with them. And like I said, have a good conversation with the people that work there because they, yeah. they are really special people. And, and you know, Amarillo is a special place because we have ambitious people that live here. And you look at all of these breweries, they were started by locals that maybe you had other careers, but they fell back on the passion that they've always had. And they took a risk and they started their business. And they don't stop. They don't stop. And they continue to, to pump out great products for locals to enjoy the most. And, you know, it's something that I've noticed within the past 10 years, Amarillo's just gotten better and better with supporting one another and people branching out with a buddy of theirs to just start something very cool and very... Uh, revolutionary and it's it's awesome that these breweries are popping up and man like uh, the Ponticetta guys they started out in a Texas country band called the Newton Road Ramblers okay and then they just decided hey we love brewing we love doing our thing so we're gonna start our own we love craft beer let's make our own it's just it's it's great that we have those type of people here in the panhandle that are willing to invest their dreams and make make them reality for sure you know um 
it's kind of similar to what we try to do here at BCLRT. If you're listening, I know we don't have a lot of listeners, but we're trying to improve our content weekly. And uh, like, you know, those guys, it all starts with an ambition and uh, something that you like doing. And those guys are living proof that whatever you dream of, you can you can absolutely build a f- absolutely in a market of, like Amarillo for a brewery to be this large. I would never thought that whenever I was 20 years old or no. 21, I would have, I would have never thought we would have this, this much of a culture now with breweries and distilleries and just the local, you know, beer scene has just grown and, and exploded. You know, it's pretty cool. Over the last few years, Amarillo has gotten a nickname and it's, it's, uh, uh, kind of cool because that's where we're headed they call it little austin because we've we're getting these uh breweries we're getting these craft uh food places uh different uh art artisan like uh, yellow city chefs, street food like all these businesses popping up that are local that are making great better than any chain thing you can have whether it be beer or food uh we have some great uh locations here uh you know shout out to other places uh locally like with pondaceta and longwind spoon but we have you know we have crush and we have uh the arcade bar six lit, car lit arcade they bar, were six car they were brewing beer for a while did they are they still I, doing i'm not that? sure if they still are but you know with our support from from and they just, have amazing food there too right our local support is phenomenal and these these places thrive because of the investment that we make as, as citizens of Amarillo, we're just good at supporting each other. And it's just, it's great, man. I want to see more. I want to see them get bigger, more of them pop up here and there. And who's, who's to say we can't be bigger than the little Austin. Maybe we can be our own thing. People stop calling us that and just be, man, have you been to Amarillo though? Yeah. You know, and I think, I think we are heading towards that. Um, and if you're kind of on the cusp and on the finch, maybe you're like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a PBR or Rolling Rock or you know Michelob or Coors Yellow Belly, whatever your beer of choice I'm, is. If you're I'm not a in Bush, it, man, all the way. <laughs> if, if Bud Bud Ice, <laughs> Milwaukee's best natural light. Hey man, some natty lights. Hey, you know. Okay, so you know, talking about these breweries and everything. Here's the coolest thing. Okay, I found it. it's an app. Okay, it's called Brewery Map. Okay, I mean if you're a traveler. Okay, this is a really cool app to do. You can set up a vacation, hitting like you want to pick specific breweries. Like, oh, I want to try this one, that one, and it maps it out for you to go to these breweries. So, like, if you want to start in here, so like a little brewery scavenger hunt. Yeah, but like, yes, and then say, hey, I I want to go here, and it maps it out for you, and it tells you, you know, hey, these are the beers to try out. And really right. cool thing. And there's a little something for everybody. No matter what city yeah. you go to, you're going to find something that you like. I mean, that's one thing I the like about it. The scene is so large. and, and Exactly. And it's huge. You can find anything exactly. you want. Exactly. Like you said, the scene is large. Yeah. It's so large. But if you got you know, if you got a little help like this, it helps out. And, and, you and know? that's what I was kind of like. That's what I'm getting at. Like if, if you're somebody that's on the fence of like you don't like craft beer or anything like that, I... I started liking it when craft beer started getting really popular several years ago, and then I kind of had a falling off with it because I was having a lot of beers that just kind of tasted the same, and it was just turning me off of it. Like, I like European imports, like stuff from Belgium, uh, Ireland, Germany, things like that. That's America. Where are you talking about, Belgium? Only <laughs> I like cool, their waffles. Cool, cool story. <laughs> uh, these two, two brothers from Austin, when we were in Ireland in a town of Killarney, they left Austin because there's... 
you know, there's tons of uh, there's tons of uh, breweries in Austin, right? There's tons of craft beer in Austin. Well, these guys wanted to stand out, so they moved to uh, Ireland. They moved to Killarney, Ireland, where craft beer doesn't exist in Ireland, and they opened up a craft beer brewery in really? Ireland. Yeah, tell us a little bit about your experience in Ireland with the scene over there compared to the States. I mean, like as far as like beer goes? Yeah, beer. Uh, so all pubs have on tap uh, Budweiser and Coors Light. All of them have, like every pub, every bar I went to had Budweiser and Coors Light because those are the two universal American beers. Those right. are, When people think American beers, you think of Bud and Coors. And that's what they had over there. They're not my personal American favorites. I personally prefer like Miller Lite, Rolling Rock, PBR. But that's what they had on tap. And then there was another beer. Um, you know, obviously they have their Guinness on every tap, uh, backed with nitro. Um, all the kegs come in fresh daily from St. James Gate down in Dublin, and uh, from the uh, Guinness uh, workshop. And um, then they had uh, another beer. God, I can't. My wife is going to kill me because we love it, and I can't think of it. Um, it's it's a beer that is huge in Ireland that is the sponsor for the Ir- Irish national uh, football soccer team. It's their, it's their national soccer team's beer, and it comes from Amsterdam. And it is uh, – mm. I can't think of the – oh, man. It's, it's similar to a Heineken. It comes in a green bottle. And has that kind of skunky flavor to it a little bit, uh, wow. but that is—it's huge. And God, I can't for the life of me think of the name of it. Um, it's a great beer. It became one of my favorites, and I'm just kind of getting tongue-tied here. Uh, I, James put me on the spot. I wasn't expecting mm-hmm. to talk about Ireland, but uh, great, great experience there. Uh, obviously, the Irish are, love their beer. They're, they're beer drinkers. You know, they have their whiskey too. I hate to bring down the Irish, but we're going to be talking about Texan beer right here. And James I, is the one that brought it up. But don't, here's, don't give but here's, but here's the thing. <laughs> it's a nice, it's a neat perspective but to here, see. This is what I like. Sure. Well, this is what I like. To, when you think of a, a true, true Texas beer, what is the first one? Tell me, in your opinion, your first beer that possibly Texan beer, Shiner. I was going to say Lone Star, but Shiner too. Yes, exactly. Shiner. Okay. And, you know, Shiner beer. Okay. If nobody knows, there is a Shiner, Texas. You can go there. Tour of the brewery, okay. Uh, it is German, okay. I know I was hating on the hating on the Europeans, but I don't hate them. I love them because they did bring the beer over here. But you know, China beer here in Texas is a big thing. Sometimes I get mad whenever you go to a restaurant and it says import and it has Shiner. How is it? How do you import Shiner from Texas? I don't know. That's, that's interesting. <laughs> like, it's, I don't it's charge that import fee. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I was like, uh, okay, well, that's yeah, weird. Mil- Miller Coors Miller distributes it because uh, Coors yeah. bought Miller a few years back, but yeah, Miller Light distributed it, and that's uh, yeah, weird. It gets charged and taxed as an import. Yeah, but I mean, Shiner's me, a great beer too. Shiner's probably it is. It's it's pretty strong. I mean, if you're more into the lighter stuff, it's probably not going to be your thing. But no. if you're into the heavy, the dark stuff. The you thing, of, the thing about porters and dark ambers and things like that. Like currently, I'm drinking uh, Sunrise from Pondicetta. It's an American amber ale. It's really, it's really smooth. Um, but the thing about those darker side of beers, I don't like to have them with food. Like if I'm at right. a barbecue or something, it's pretty like, heavy. Like I need a lager or something mm-hmm. like like a Belgian white or something like that. Uh, it's it's hard to drink stripper's dust and then like eat like steak and potatoes like. 
That's it, it's did very you, it's too you, filling. Did you hear your says it's hard to drink stripper's dust? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's the great thing about stripper's uh, dust? When you buy a can of it, it says on the oh. back of it, it says, "She is impulsive, and tem- <laughs> tempestuous, loved by many, respected by few. She lives this life of her own choosing. <laughs> they want her back, but she is gone, and only the dust remains." <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> sounds like a vagina monologue over here. <laughs> I'm oh, drinking yeah. a. Um, <laughs> I'm drinking a Hefe from from Pondicetta. And apparently, you know, a few hours ago, Pondicetta let it be known that it's a good idea to shotgun these bad boys. So wait, are you do you have a plan here? Are we doing something on the podcast? May have to because uh the recommendation today is to grab some Hefe and your handy dandy Pondicetta keychain and you're ready to rip. Don't have a keychain or shotgun tool? got you covered add one to your next order so they've got these keychains <laughs> that's online. like the perfect advertising i've ever heard <laughs> i like that yeah like, they really have those do you want to be they an do. alcoholic oh, dude. so the only thing i'm missing <laughs> is the pondicetta keychain however i can shotgun with my well, i'll tell you what you guys handy riff, dandy riff thumb for a right second, here. i'll get us three and let's just shotgun one on the podcast i don't give a shit <laughs> I, don't I like how you're stepping up on that one but this this beer man it's so crisp it's smooth it's not, over, you know, it, it's got a great taste. Let me let me taste yours real quick before I shotgun it. Because it's supposed to be like a Mexican-style lager. Right. It is. It's a Mexican-style lager. Dude, I like that. It's very good. I'm impressed with it. We got, we, we got a couple six-packs of it today. Let me tell you something about Jefe. Let me tell you a little something about Jefe. Okay? It's a pretty good beer. It... <laughs> <laughs> it is good. I, I like no. it. It's smooth. You know, and like I said, you know, Ponda said it. I know we're 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 riding this train with the Ponda said it, but they they have produced great craft beer, and I do appreciate what they do. They're spot well, on with their what, ingredients, what they do, flavor. Okay, and I'm not sitting here saying, hey, it's Ponda Ponda said You know, you need to you need to sponsor us or anything like that. No, man, we like your product, but we would love uh, for you to sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love your product. Good stuff. You got a great product. Great. You know, so. Like I said, you know, if you're listening, get online, order. You can order online. Order a keychain. So you yeah. can shotgun with us. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot, you do, you know? get, do you guys remember the first time you ever did a shotgun? I mean, obviously, we're not going to be able to remember that. But um, do you, do you kinda, can you ballpark your age? 17? 14? 17. God damn, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> beer ball, my beer bong was 13. Yeah, I was 14. I shotgunned my first beer after I snorted coke off that stripper's <laughs> ass. No, I'm just kidding. Right after I watched American buy the 15th time. <laughs> yeah. Put away my stiff uh, sock and I was ready. <laughs> put away, actually, I was going to say, I put away my apple pies from McDonald's. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> no, but. And we don't have to just talk about craft beer, too. I mean, like, we've all been drinking beer probably since we were at least 21, right? <laughs> Before this. Yeah, but, if we're being honest. Man, man, Sorry, but, Mom. No. She knew. Mommy. Dad, yeah. I, and Dad, I don't have to say sorry, too, because he was buying it for us <laughs> when we were 16. <laughs> Yes, he did. Dad, uh, Dad used to buy us the king of beers when we were sixteen, and yeah, we'd even meet him up at the bar at the old ranch house over there, and go pick him up and go get a sixer and go home. <laughs> go uh, in there and he'll buy us one. Yep. Boy, what you doing in here? <laughs> I'm 21. All right, what yep. you want? <laughs> what, you what you want? You had a hard day on the ranch. Yeah, I bet you did. Yeah, man. Have a cold one. <laughs> Daniel. There's nothing wrong with enjoying beer. Um, no. As long as, and that's another thing too I want to touch on is, you know, if you're listening, 
please enjoy responsibly. Definitely. Uh, definitely don't condone de- drinking and driving. Uber uh, is a life saver, literally. You guys need to download the app, download, um, what's the other one? Uh, Lyft. Lyft and invest because it's going gonna, it's gonna to save you. For sure. Like it, it, it takes, I used to be that type of person. I've, I, you know, got into my career as a paramedic because I messed up drinking and driving one night. And, um, it literally, I know I've been that guy. I've had that moment. Get your hands off me. These are my keys. You're not taking them away from me. I'm fine. I can do it. I can do it. Just pick up that phone and hit that button. Don't, don't let your pride get in the way of the rest of your life your 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 career somebody else's life like it's just just too many risks like right. it's it is it, it there is nothing that pisses me off more than somebody that just is too stubborn to drive home drunk when they can easily uber have a friend or have an uber come get them but, exactly but back to the beer talk uh you know just just keep the beer train rolling what was your favorite beer when you started drinking beer what did you do before you before you knew the taste of good beer what were you pounding? Bud Light, man. Butts. <laughs> I was on the Bud bull, bull Light. You gotta bull, get a Bud Light. Bud Light. Bull bull light. light. I can say that because you know it's okay. We all you know. We all know. <laughs> you should know by now. But but yes, a lot. Well, also a lot of Keystone. Mm. A lot of Keystone. We've all consumed a lot yes, of that. A lot of Keystone. Want to be a beer? I, I remember getting a thirty. It's garbage. I'm sorry. If you no. drink Keystone, it's trash. No. It's, it's bad. Just I hate you, it. Sh- Keystone's bad. I'd rather have a natural light. <laughs> oh, no, no joke. I tell you up. I'm <laughs> 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 oh, just kidding. No, but I remember getting thirty pack, thirty pack for fifteen bucks. Oh yeah, that Dude, was you can't super beat that cheap. though. You, can't beat, you cannot beat the thirty pack for fifteen bucks. Man. You can't. Shoot, it like, doesn't exist anymore yeah. unless it's uh, isn't Natty Light close to that? It's like probably oh, yeah, they're all 17. that and Rolling Rock, High Life. They're all. Cheap. Well, Lone Star's bags. cheap yeah, too. Right. I mean, Lo- you can't go wrong with Lone Star. Lone Star's beer. The best part about a Lone comes Star- with the little riddles underneath exactly. the bottles. That's the best part about a Lone Star beer is having the riddles. Exactly. Because then, and here's the thing: they have an app where you're like, I don't know what this means. Get the app, type in the number. Really? There's an app, and they show you. Yeah. They tell wow. you the riddle. Yeah, you can either Google the actual riddle. Yes. Like they all have a number okay. underneath it, so you can yes. Google Lone Star Four Eleven, and it'll tell you what that deal is but you can download the lone star app and you just do that's cool i'm gonna have to do if that you, if you can't figure it out because there's some of them are really hard i had uh me and a buddy had some this uh past uh monday it's hard to see them it's hard to see the picture sometimes it, it is they and yeah. they can get worn um but that's another thing too uh any if we are having uh lone star beer over here i got a buddy that's trying to make the state of texas out of the riddles oh. so save your bottle caps and we'll give it to them toes to, uh, those i've got a can here if he wants a can <laughs> you can just put it right there for pull that one out of your ass so, over there. <laughs> so Keystone oh. is your favorite that, that first was, beer. That was the, your favorite first oh, beer. No, it was Bud Light. Bud Light. Okay, okay. But, but, but Keystone's probably. You, but that was the one you drank. consumed a lot of right as, during your adolescences. A lot. What about you? You know, <laughs> I'm gonna. Okay, go ahead. You didn't drink beer. Well, if I had to go into the beer realm. No, I guess it would be um, back then it was Budweiser and then it switched to Bud Light. But most of all, and mainly it was Mad Dog 2020. Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> MD 2020. The bling bling edition. <laughs> oh, man, you drink so much till you're homeless. <laughs> oh, and I can't to this day, man, if I smell MD, I cannot drink it, man. It's, it's too 
reminiscent of what I went through recovering from trying to get over the. And if you're listening, no, we know taste. we we know MD twenty MD twenty twenty is not a beer. It's a what? It's not even classified as a malt liquor. It's no. something else. But it's it's it's, uh, it's a it's a it's a wine type. Yeah. Thing. But it's up there with Boone's Farm. I remember we drank a lot of that uh, back in the dude, day. You know, nothing beats a Boone's Farm challenge. Oh, there's it, you know what beats it? Oh. Not having it. <laughs> no, man. The Boone's Farm challenge was the best. You get those. Uh, Was that strawberry one? That's, I think it was strawberry strawberry wine. <laughs> it was, and the the thing is, is it was cheap. Oh yeah, you know exactly. And MD is more like like a wine based or whatever, but it was you couldn't withstand much without it tearing your stomach up because the next day your stomach's going to be rolling with, oh, yeah. from from that stuff. And so same thing with Boons. It's similar stuff. So yeah, I remember with. Bo- Boone's Farm, man. We used to always have a challenge. The challenge was, okay, it was whenever I was living in Lubbock. In Lubbock, we used to have what was called the beer strip, okay? Lubbock used to be a very dry county, or dry county, so right. you had to go outside the city limits mm-hmm. to buy it. So there we called it the strip. You had like docks and all that, and you, that's where you bought your beer at. So what we would do, it'd be like four of us in the in the car. We'd go each get a bottle of Boone's Farm. we did. So as soon as we got out of the carport, we had to chug the Boone's Farm before we got to the first stoplight. Oh, man. Jesus Christ. That's, that's brutal right there. I mean, that, we used to do that with Smirnoff. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you remember we used to play Power Hour with Juices? <laughs> oh, that's another conversation. Juices right? and oh. Four Locos. Like, when those first came out, we were uh, hitting up our to, Ropaho days. And, was, and we, before we would go, we didn't want to spend money. Obviously, sometimes it was even before we were 21, we were like 20, we could you know drink at the bar. But we would get somebody to get us alcohol, usually your sister. There's a story <laughs> about Juice, man. Before Juice, it was Sparks, and Sparks was real popular, and, and for whatever reason, they went under as a company, and Juice came out. Now, I discovered Juice <laughs> discovered. at Texas Motor Speedway yeah. at a NASCAR race, <laughs> and me being at a NASCAR race is like an alien coming down to Earth to <laughs> live for the rest of his life. I didn't belong. I didn't belong at a NASCAR race, but I was there. I was there with some friends of mine, and we went to the store. Local convenience store there right outside the stadium, and I, I got a few of those. And those things, it's like liquid. How do I put this? Gasoline. Like, it's, <laughs> gasoline. It's like, you know, it gives you the energy to go all night. Cocaine to stay in a up. can. It gives you the energy, and it gives you red balls. Thank you, it red gets balls. You, it gets you to where you want to go. Faster than yeah. anything else you can drink, oh, other than like straight up vodka, I, 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 straight I, I, up whiskey. I'm pretty sure it was like 14.5 percent alcohol, and it had the 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 taurine in it that energy drinks have, which they right. still sell juice, but they took that out because obviously they found out from the American Heart Association you're not supposed to combine downers and uppers at the same time. No. <laughs> everybody wanted to uh, give credit to oh four loco uh, this four loco that, but I, they used, don't know anything about juice. We used to make a, we used to call them jamosas. Oh, yeah. Jamosas. Jamosas. Juice mimosas. Juice mimosas, baby. <laughs> with, with the orange kind? Yes. Man, those things God, were dude, brutal. you could get tore up off a of juice. Oh. Okay, but after got- leaving and coming back, dude, I was hooked on those things for the longest time because they were so potent. They got the job done, and yep. they tasted like crap, but they were so, like, rejuvenating whenever you would, like, hit that, you would crash, it would bring you right back up. 
real quick, I got to give a shout out to some high school friends of ours that introduced this next thing to us that we used to do all the time. Justin Laureano and Jonathan Frosto. James knows what I'm about to say. We all played a game, and I'm sure you did. It's called Edward Forty Hands. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And what you would do is you take duct tape two Mickeys to your damn hands. And you, it's so stupid. And you couldn't, and you know, for those that aren't listening, a Mickey's is a traditional 40 ounce malt liquor. And you know, I'm going to go ahead and say this. It is pretty Mickey's good. Mickey's is not bad. Out of, out of all the 40s, it I can really sit there isn't. and drink I mean, it. They sell of, it in a miniature like, six pack. And I could sit there and drink Cobra. Mickey's. It's were, not bad. Right? They were grenades. I mean, granted, we those went to PD. Hell. We grew up on the north side. Maybe that's, that's us and that. But, you know, I mean, they're had, not bad beer. We had Colt 45, Cobra. But Mickey's, <laughs> yeah, Mickey's, <laughs> Mickey's. I set that up pretty well, huh? Yeah, Mickey's is the pinnacle of malt liquor, in my opinion. But the only bad thing about them is, after a while, that shit gets you can't hot. Drink them fast enough, so they get hot, and you're like, I don't want to finish this. So you end up pouring the rest out. But it's so funny, like, because you get, you know, just completely shit faced because you would be sitting there. You have two hands to duct tape to drinking these Mickey's, these forty ounce malt <laughs> so, liquors. I had a buddy. Uh, I, I may or may not have said his name earlier. He had to pee really bad, and so he just went outside, and he was like, "We were like, no, we're not taking him off. You got to finish it." And he was like, "I got to pee so bad." And he was like, "We were like, we're not undoing the tape." And he just smashed both of the bottles together <laughs> and broke them, and so we could use the bathroom. It's yeah. very dangerous. Fun games. Uh, we don't recommend you try this at home, kids. <laughs> that, that's our tangent. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> we went way but before before Smirnoff shout out to the OG the, the I just picture some dude with a comb over and like a, a nice starch shirt Zima. tucked into his jeans drinking a Zima hanging out Zima, Zima. Zima made a comeback Zima. yeah they did they did, they did, they did man. I think you can still buy it I think it's still out it's still there can you Aaron I think so I mean it, you just gotta find it that's the thing but Man, yeah, Zima was probably Dude, one of those. All those Zimas and Smirnoffs—they made my stomach hurt. Like if you chug oh, one, oh yeah, just because they're so freaking sour. sugary and yeah. all that. But man, that Zima, man, it tastes just like Sprite, man. Mm. Do Dude. you guys have a so, favorite beer that you drink today? Like one that is your absolute? Favorite? I mean, absolute favorite. You know, it's always going to be one of my favorites. It's, you know, I, I go with always Dos Equis, man. Okay, I'm a Dos Equis man, and that's you know, it's just a very and it, it doesn't matter any time of the year beer. That's the good thing. It's great it's on a hot day. Always great with the lime. It's yeah. It's great on a hot day, but it's also great on a cold day. It uh, you know it doesn't matter. So I can't have a Dos Equis without a lime, but like it tastes, it just doesn't taste right. Like, but Modelo, I could drink that with or without a lime. But oh yeah, I like Dos Equis too. Yeah. I just have to have a lime. What about you, James? What's your favorite beer right now? Well, don't accuse me from being from the 1950s, but PBR, Pabst Blue mm. Ribbon, great yeah. beer. There's nothing really wrong with it. I wish we had. Uh, there's one that's uh, real popular on the East Coast, uh, Yingling, that is very popular. Uh, you can, you can get it here. I've seen it a couple. No, it's it's <laughs> it's from Pennsylvania, oh, and it's it, uh, damn Yanks. But it's it's pretty good. It's it's kind of the PBR of the East mm. Coast. But yeah, PBR is good. It just always gave me this. It's just shites. dude. It's just a classic, and it's cheap. It's affordable, and it does the trick. It has a good taste. I don't what kind see. Of, what, where you keep taking tricks? What kind of tricks are you talking about here, sir? Uh, just <laughs> the average, tricks. the average trick that we all want to. Why gain do you drink a beer, Aaron? <laughs> to get a little buzz. That's it. I'm just kidding. So you that's know. it. It's I'll, good stuff. How to call you? Up. I love the logo too, man. It's classic. Yeah, it, it, it'll never go out of that style. That can is just so good. Yeah. Um, my favorite beer is Guinness. <laughs> always, wow. always love Guinness. 
Um, even even the extra st- uh, extra stout is pretty good. Uh, but yeah, you got to have the stomach for those dark beers. And like yeah. I said, I don't, right. I'm not going to drink Guinness if I'm out. You know, the- I'm not going to sit there and drink. Twelve Guinness, like I can drink twelve. Oh, man. You know, rolling. You know, know the best part about like Guinness. That. You know the best part about Guinness, right? Oh, here we go. Insulting. No, 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 it's not, <laughs> no, it's not insulting. <laughs> What's up? Is that nobody's going to touch your beer? That, that is, ex- that abs- is really absolutely true. true. That's a yeah. true statement, right that there. It is. Yeah. Um, that yeah. Mm. That's why when we would have parties, you know, go back to the Keystone thing. Yeah. Um, exactly. I would buy Rolling Rock because nobody knew what the hell it was, yeah. and they didn't want to touch it. But it's just as cheap as Keystone. Yeah, exactly. I, I like Rolling Rock yeah, a lot. It's not um, pretty good. Yeah, it's 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 affordable. It's cheaper. If I'm going American, I I, I can't beat a good Yellow Belly. Oh, dude, I forgot about oh, Yellow Belly. Yes, yeah. Yellow Belly. Yellow Belly's Coors, right. Coors Original. Yes, Coors Original is up there with PBR for me. It's just so much more stout and strong. I mean, I could drink one or two, and you know, I used to talk so much crap on Coors Light. Like, I just didn't like it. I was like, oh, it's too watery. I'm starting to really enjoy Coors Light. Thank you, thank you. It's good. Yeah, it's um, really good. I had I'm I had not, a couple. Man. I had a couple last week, and I was like, man, just kind of hit the spot. It hit that. It wasn't filling, but it had more flavor than a Michelob Ultra. That's why I like I like Miller Light too a lot. I I'm still kind of leaning towards more Miller Light than Coors Light because there's a little bit more flavor in a you're Miller Light. A closet Cowboys fan, and that's the beer of the Dallas I've Cowboys. T- I've been telling you for years: if you go to an Eagles game, if you go to a, a Giants or Redskins, Miller Light is the beer of the NFC East. All those teams. I don't sponsor care. It. I refuse to believe. Go, you go to you go to Philly. There's Miller Light cans with eagles on it. Like, it is a fact, but I refuse to believe that's there's, the reason why there's, there's you drink three, it. You drink it because you're a Cowboys. There's fan. three things Never, about. I would kill myself. <laughs> there's three things good about Cowboys jersey again. Hey, listen to me. There's three things good about Philadelphia. Number one, the Liberty Bell. Number two, the Philly cheesesteak. Number three, Rocky. That's it. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> no, it is a it's a no. popular beer. Miller Lite's good. It is. It's got flavor to it, and it, you know, there's a lot of people here. And it's it's weird too. You would that you know you may bring up a good point. That's the official beer of the Dallas Cowboys. A lot of people in Texas don't like Miller Lite. They want Coors Light if they're right. drinking or Michelob Ultra. I would think I, I would think Coors Lite drinking. would be the official beer, but it's not, and it's just kind of weird. That Miller Lite is, and well, not but, yeah, you're right. Not many people are popular or fans. Miller Lite's a better beer. I'm just saying, like I've grown to enjoy Coors Light more. I like Miller Lite and Coors Original. Those are two of the American beers yeah. that I'd have to pick. Uh, but you know, with craft beer and stuff, my palate's gotten better for it. Uh, you know, I was kind of going on a rant there a few months ago to you about talking about how I just was over it. I I went to they had a beer uh, fest in. Uh, New Mexico down at Red River. They have a lot of local breweries. Shout out to New Mexico. They do have some really good beers, but most of the beers that I had there, I just was not a fan of at the time. And it may have just been my jaded attitude at the time, but I was just not enjoying any of those beers that I had. And it just turned me off of craft beers. And then I started drinking Pondacetta. I think the first Pondacetta beer I had was Cafefe, which is a funny beer that they made off of President Trump's tweet. Right. Um, I've heard of that one. But it's it pretty it, good. Oh, it's so good. It's it's really good. It's it's their best beer in my opinion. And uh, one last thing about Ponda said, I did just get a text. I did mess up earlier. Uh, they were not. They're not brothers. Um, Trevor Martin and Caleb West are the two guys here locally that started Pondacetta. Um They they played in that band together, but they're not brothers. So I do apologize. But they probably they're probably best friends. So they're basically brothers. 
Um, Long Wooden Spoon uh, was started by an ex-paramedic. That was one thing I found out too. Uh, so you know, a lot of a lot of great community things going yeah, on. Man. Um, what else y'all got for for beer? We, you know, I know we've we've been on the beer train for a little bit, man. But you know, we got this bottle in front of us, really very nice bottle. Mm-hmm. And it's called the Bomb City Vodka, right. and it's a very it's a nice. We bottle. mentioned them earlier. It's, it's it, a nice yeah, bottle. It, I the, like it. It's and a their great distillery. Is right here in Amarillo. It's a great building. It's it's got ex- historical significance with uh, with the the building that they're actually you know distilling the vodka in, and it's it's they've got good prices. They've got a lot of different drinks, and they also got like a recreational type room upstairs that you can just hang out, play games, and just enjoy enjoy their vodka. It's an awesome place, and I would recommend it to anybody who's wanting to get out there, maybe a date night, or just get out with a group of friends. It's really cool, man. It, it It's a different um, element to the scene that we already have here in Amarillo, and it's only getting bigger. Their brand is is gaining traction like through Texas. I've heard people in South Texas that have given Bomb City shout-out, and it's pretty cool to see that happening. With, with the local brand, local, you know, uh, exactly. alcohol. The Bomb City, I mean, I mean, I, you know, really last week was the really first time I had it and really tasted it. And, like, it's good. It's smooth. And, I, you know, and I, it's great that it's here in town and something to be proud of. I'm like, man, that's, that's something I could go into the liquor store and say, man, that's, that's a good, good vodka. And... I'd, you know, I'd, I'd put it, I'd put it up there with the good, the good kind. Like I said, oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. They even in, in the Denver International, uh, the the spirits competition down there in Denver, they won gold. People, that's insane. They won and gold. They just started. You know, so sky's the limit for Bomb City vodka. Um, I love cocktails too. My favorite cocktail is probably an old fashioned. I love mm-hmm. a good bourbon. You know, I really, bitters, orange peel. Yes. Oh yeah. Cake. You know what I really started liking too. You know, I've never been a, a like a whiskey fan on the on the rocks or anything like that. But if you want a good Texas whiskey, it's called Texas whiskey, <laughs> Texas blended. Whiskey. I've seen that before. I've never and, had it. And, I... and man, it is a very very good whiskey. And it's it's like I said, it's made here in Texas. And you know, it's a little pricey. You know, it's about forty bucks or so. Yeah. And you're kind of like I've well, heard good things though. But yeah. yeah. It's another good. It's up one. there. Like I think it's comparable to the the whiskey I used uh, usually choose. Like if I'm making an old fashioned, is Bullet Bourbon. I like uh, oh, their, yeah. their rye. Exactly. And I heard that Texas whiskey is very comparable to Bullet, which is a very great bourbon. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think enjoy also, your alcohol. I, think, <laughs> I know. You know, also up there is that Rebecca Creek. That is a very good, another good whiskey. Um, oh, I've seen but, that. You know, but if I if I'm going to pick a bet, one of the best. Texas, and this is just my opinion, best Texas liqueur or anything like that, I have to go with Tito's. My Tito's is always good. Chilton's, Cranberry Vodka's, Cranberry Vodka's. <laughs> cranberry Vodka. Makers and Marcus. <laughs> Some Juicy J. I don't joke, right? I mean... Man, dude, they're just that's corn just... on the cob. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, th- I think uh, we're pretty much done here with the beer talk. Um, you know, enjoy what you want to enjoy. That's the kind of the point that I was getting at with uh, craft beer not being my thing, and then getting back into it. At a, at a, I can appreciate it more now. Um, like what you're gonna like. Don't try to. 
I think I was basing my opinion a lot off of things that people would tell me and then trying to go with them and then be not really liking what they told me. And then I would find some that I like that people would be, oh, that's cool, shit, yeah, man, the, don't the drink cool that. The cool thing is, is you, can, you can discover things on your own and you can also, and I suggest to hear other people out, listen to their opinion and listen to their suggestions because you may discover something that they've discovered and you may fall in love with it. And like I said, you can go venture out on your own and you can go to any supermarket here in town and find good craft beer. Market Street has a good collection. Uh, M&R Liquor has has a good collection. Um, Fiesta Foods, which just, I didn't even know this. They, they've they gotten bought I did, out. I did see that. So yeah. I don't know if the one on Southwest 10th and Arthur is still Fiesta Foods. Uh, you know, that's yes, kind of a tra- it, That one's still Fiesta Thank Foods. God, because that's a that's another local thing here for us. Well, I wonder that, what happened. I thought they were I don't doing know. great over they there. They got bought out, and it's, it's I just hope that they don't... Uh, Take away that great craft beer selection, and I like the way the the market is set up. After they bought out, um, what was it? Use uh, Panhandle Salvage, right? Which I like going to that place too. They always had some good deals and stuff for stuff in there. Oh but. no, man! I remember we used to get like boxes of juice, mm-hmm. ice cream, and everything. Yeah, that was the best. But yeah, that that uh, that does suck for local businesses to kind of go downhill. But, may, but but who knows? This might be a local. I don't know. This might be a local business buying them out too. Who knows? Um, but. Yeah. Uh, you don't like what you like. Don't let anybody tell you to, but at the same time, take advice and just kind of enjoy what you want to enjoy. Uh, drink responsibly. This has been Bomb City Locker Room Talk. As always, I'm Joseph King. Aaron Pena. James Fairchild. And we will see you on the flip side. B-W-E-W-R-U-N. Be run. Be run.